2: T's and C's apply. in South Wales authorisation number TP slash zero one
1: zero zero five. The panel, and it's a big good morning on the panel to uh, James Regan uh, and Jordan Oppert. Happy to you, a new year to both you. It's the first time I've spoken to you since two thousand and twenty-two kicked in. Jordan, uh, I shall start with you, uh, and you're pretty excited about the Black Clash. I mean, really? I, I can't be. Oh, don't give me that. You love it. Are you just upset you haven't been called into place with uh, it? Look, for a start, um, I'm actually so badly out of shape, I still think I could excel in that le- at that level. <laughs> so there's one thing. And I know for a, a number of things about this. This It's for charity. Uh, so I guess they're all giving their personal match fees back to the charity. You'd know about that, Jordan. Uh, and you know, uh, And there won't be any socialising involved at all, will there?
0: This is the greatest Tui billboard ad you could ever ask for, really, because it's the complete opposite. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? It's all back to the Players Association and the respective ones. And so players can really get in behind that because it is what you know has helped them throughout their careers. But yeah, it was actually quite funny. I was filming with Jacob Warren yesterday and he said it blows his mind that more people are willing to come and watch him or the team now that they're retired than at the time when they were playing professionally. But, no, it's a bit of fun, really, and it's a sellout here in Tauranga. I arrived yesterday for the game tomorrow. Weather's looking great. Um, and, yeah, have got a couple of newbies in there as well. Big Tommy Walsh is padding up for team cricket. Uh, there's obviously Shane Bombs in there this year. Harry Plummer's having to go back to cricket. He was a gun cricketer back um, before he chose to play rugby, actually. So, yeah, it should be a good day.
1: Is McCullum and Dag playing?
0: Uh, Bag's injured, apparently, Um, but, yep, Brendan's there. Brendan's there. Could have had the whole SEMS team there.
1: I I don't believe McCullum would be there uh, when there's million-dollar racing going on at Ellerslie. I mean, that just sort of sums the whole deal up for me. James, you're a Bay of Plenty man. You won't be going, will you? No,
2: I won't. I kind of wish I was because it's at, uh, of course, the wonderful Bay Oval, but, yeah, it will be good. It will be good, um... I'm kind of with you, Smithy. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sold on it. It is great that it is for charity, and there, is, there are obviously some big names. But yeah, you can ask for a better setting really than than oval this time round.
1: And the good thing for you, James, is that England won't be playing, um, and so you, you don't have to feel <laughs> up, you don't have to feel upset about it. Are you over it yet?
2: Yeah, it's funny. I, I thought that might have might have gone out of the minds uh, when it came to the panel, but just before we came on, your producer warned me that uh, it definitely hasn't. So yeah it still hurts it still hurts for a number of reasons mainly because it was particularly embarrassing uh you know losing what was it ten wickets per 50 runs or whatever on that on their last day it was just an absolute shambles so yeah,
1: not over it. So thanks for bringing that up again. No problem at all. Um, I can do it as often as you like. Uh, look, here's here's an interesting thing, uh, Jordan. Uh, as well, um, we've had we've gone through uh, last well, ten days, I suppose, of the Djokovic saga. Obviously, he's gone home now. Uh, news coming through on the line this morning that he could possibly could possibly be suing uh, Australian government uh, for six million bucks. What do you make of that?
0: Oh gosh i mean the whole thing has just been ridiculous like how he even got to australia in the first place and how this all managed to unfold still blows my mind like how he got on a plane and got to australia and the botch up that it's been i think it's embarrassing for both parties embarrassing for him and terrible on his behalf but, behalf, but the way the oldies have dealt with it and i guess it's just the way their politics rolls um i mean it's not i'm not i'm not overly surprised he wants to sue them.
1: Well, this this incorporates, uh, of course, possible money that he, he could have made, uh, James, as well. And the interesting thing about this is I've heard of this happening before when people are shut out of things and, and uh, they've, been able, they've been able to sue on, by, on the possibility of possible income or probable income. I mean, he's the number one tennis player in the world. Uh, and therefore, that if they extend the visa or the cancellation of the visa for the three years which they can do – uh, he, he could triple that prize money. So, uh, I guess if this gets any teeth at all, it could be quite an expensive suit and it could go on for a while.
2: Yeah, and that's probably, I mean, it was always going to happen, really, wasn't it? It was yeah. never going to be the end of it after he got finally supported, I guess. It's great for, for the Open in one way because the tournament now is wide open and we've already seen some, some cracking games. But, yeah, I, I don't know. He's going for, or potentially going for the ill treatment, and no, I think. If you ask a lot of other people who have been detained or or held up in Australia, they would say he was probably treated not that bad. But, yeah, look, he he probably would have gone on to win it and and therefore earned quite a bit of money. But, yeah, I I don't know. No one, I agree with Jordan, no one wins out of this and everyone looks particularly particularly bad. But, yeah, the, the tennis itself has has been pretty good so far, you have to say, regardless of what happened before the tournament.
1: So, so in, in essence, James, you're not missing him in terms of the quality of the tennis?
2: Nah, not, not really. Uh, as I said, the, the matches we've seen so far have been, have been pretty damn good, and you can't really pick a nail-on uh, favourite at the moment because the, the quality is, is so high, and, and there's bound to be a couple more upsets in there as well. So, not seeing Djokovic on to the title. I'm not. I'm not too fussed about this time around.
1: OK, we're going to go to the news. If you, if you uh, would stay with us, Jordan and James would be very grateful for that. Uh, it's coming up to 10.30 here on SENZ. Uh, after it, we'll uh, talk about, stay on the tennis theme. Uh, might talk a wee bit about uh, Kirios now that he's out. Andy Murray's out. Uh, who's going to win? And uh, there's a bit of personality gone from the tournament there uh, in one night. So uh, that uh, to talk about and the Winter Olympics and a couple of other things. Talk Big Opinions,
0: The Panel. To me, yeah.
1: James Regan and Jordan Oppert with us this morning on The Paddle. Uh, Jordan Oppert, Nick Curious is uh, out, courtesy of uh, Daniel Nebedev last night. So h- how are we looking there? Are you a Curious fan and, and um, I mean, tennis needs him to a certain point?
0: Oh, hundred percent. I'm a big Curios um, fan. I just think he's he's so electric, and he's kind of full package. Because not only is he good—I mean, yes, he's out now—but he is the entertainment. You know, he's yeah, he's good. He's entertaining. The way he draws in the crowd, like they were on their feet roaring with him, and he put on a real show. And he's clever. You know, he's quirky and he's clever. And so I think he is what tennis needs to drag them. And I'm gutted that he's actually out now, but. I mean, I, if I'm honest with you, I haven't been watching too much of the and I'm kind of prepping for the games and obviously the Black Clash, you know, two of the biggest events are coming up on your calendar, Smithy. Um, so I haven't actually been paying too much attention. But, yeah, I'm so gutted that he's out of the con now. I'm probably backing either Medvedev or uh, maybe Nadal. I don't know.
1: Just can I, OK, just, just, just get back to the Black Clash for a second. Are you there in terms of work or are you there as a straight-out fan of old people?
0: Straight up fan of old people. They're not that old. Come on. I'm going to tell
1: them that. No, I'm here working. Working for TVNZ. You are working. Okay, at least we've clarified that. So all your expenses are being paid, and uh, of course, that'll be on us. That.
0: be silly. I, I am working hard though, I can assure you. I was up the mount at 4.30am this morning. After, oh, I replied to your producer, I replied to it straight after I got down. So I've been
1: putting in the hard yards to tell you. Uh, okay, since you're up the mount, we might as well ask you about the Winter Olympics then. Um, that's coming up. It's uh, less than two weeks away, Jordan. And what intrigues me, uh, they've added to the team this morning and uh, they've uh, uh, they've added to uh, the team with a 19-year-old. I, I can't quite believe uh, the age of some of these kids that are going to represent us in this, this is this is an amazing team, uh, amazing thing and I must confess in the past it hasn't been uh, something that I've really watched that closely, I'm going to this time around, I'm fascinated. Yeah honestly
0: I think we've got a real good chance this year and I know I mean, put it this way, Nico and Zoe went to Pyeongchang four years ago as underdogs, and now they're the ones to beat. You talk about Campbell Wright, who's been named by athlete this morning at 19. Well, he's one of the oldest out of this group actually going over. The youngest one is 16, I think. And I mean, they're a real talented bunch. I mean, you've got Alice Robinson. She's the alpine skier in fine form. Could be in three disciplines after the winter that she's just had. You've got a speed skater, Peter Michaels, who's promised there'll be fireworks. He got two fourth places in Pyeongchang and I don't want to know what that would feel like but he said that it was awful so he's back um, and then you've got yeah, eight newbies yesterday that were announced as well from the Park and Pikes program here and it just yeah, it blows your mind how young these athletes are and how good they are like there are so many talented Kiwi snowboard sport athletes out there and I think we'll see some other underdogs like we saw with Beko and Zoe who will just make their way into it. So, yeah, I mean, we depart next week, next, next Friday, so it's all come round very quickly. And I think having talked to these athletes a lot over the last few weeks with their their season's in full swing, for a lot of them, because of COVID and everything going on, you never think it's real until you're actually on that plane. And now they've got their tickets, they've been announced, and they're just about ready to get on that plane. And so I think it's all kind of sinking in for everyone. So, yeah, I think we could get that, that gold medal too. I'm, not,
1: I'm banking on it. I'm looking forward to it, James. I, I hope you are as well. Um, uh, one of the reasons, is it's, it's on. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, it's going uh, to be quite new with all these new young faces in it. But uh, as, as well, it, you know, it always brings up some great stories. And we talked earlier this morning in jest a little bit about old Eddie the Eagle, etc. Uh, and uh, the Jamaican bobsled team, etc. But it's not an event that we should pass over. No,
2: definitely not. And it's one of those things we maybe in the past take for granted and we kind of get behind it when it comes up. But I think since we've had so many events cancelled because of COVID, we should really cherish this one, especially as Jordan touched on. We've got so many great athletes and it's a real credit, I think, as well to the snow sports program we've got down in in Wanaka and Queenstown down there that these guys are are nailed on. Well, they're definitely favourites, Nico and Zoe, but... You know, there's so many good stories as well to come out of it. Tian Collins is going after he missed out uh, Pyeongchang Chang because of an injury and that heart-pressing kind of situation then. But, yeah, we should definitely, I think, get behind all of these guys because there will be a couple of surprises as well and a couple of big names to come out of it, I think. So, yeah, certainly as well because, as I said, so many things have been cancelled and put on the back, so I know, we should really look to make the most of this one.
1: Well, uh, Jordan, and uh, as well to you, James, thanks very much for your time this morning. Uh, Jordan, we realise that you're uh, a very, but you must be off to practice. They'll be practicing debt practice or something this morning, will they?
0: Yeah, eleven am. I think you've got bears in the net. So I'll let
1: you know how he goes and a few others. Please, uh, please don't. Rehearsals this afternoon. Uh, oh, rehearsals this afternoon. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I look forward to that, James. Uh, I'm pleased. The coin toss. <laughs> the coin toss. I hope you're doing that, uh, <laughs> James. Uh, on a um, more serious note, um, for you, I actually never gave you a perspective on Curios. I'd like to hear Curios um, from your point of view.
2: Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. He's got he's got everything. He's got obviously the raw talent and, and the personality and as well, in his press conferences alone, he's just box office. And so many times we, we go into a presser with a, a sports flyer who's just given, I guess, um, blanket answers from a media manager and they just reel them off. But Kyrgios doesn't really care. He just says what he wants and it's great. And I hope one day he can go on and win a Grand Slam. I think that would prove a lot of people wrong because he does clearly have the ability, but Regardless, he's he's great to watch any time.
1: Who, who's James on that subject? Uh, who, who's the probably the guy you've, or lady who who you've enjoyed most at a press conference? What's been your your individual highlight there?
2: At a presser, yeah. I, I don't think in New Zealand you can probably look past Israel Adesanya. I've done a couple with him, and he's always as, as the same as He's a bit unprestigable. So I go Adesanya for that one.
1: Jordan.
0: Oh, that's a really tough question. I was hoping you were just going to say. All right, thanks, everyone. Um, prob- I've not seen one with Israel Adesanya, but I'd
1: say uh, yeah, a write-up yeah,
0: like, hey, there. Okay. How about we actually get speed skater Peter Michael? Have you ever had a chat to him? No, I
1: haven't, well, but we will. Uh, throughout the course of the next two or three oh, weeks, we will. on
0: the show. Yeah. He is gold. He is brilliant. He's got lo- a long mullet. Um, Yeah, he is brilliant, he's brilliant talent, you just never quite know what his answer is going to be and I think he doesn't realise he's as funny as he is, so definitely get him on the show, he's a good
1: one as well. Will do, thank you Jordan Uh, and this time I am saying thanks and goodbye uh, and have a great time in the Bay of Plenty and James thank you very much for your input this morning, they were uh, the panellists, James Regan, Jordan Oppet.